Good evening, everybody. Okay, I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I tried to, I figured, hey, you know what? Let's start this intro off a little bit uh, more charismatic. Maybe a little, maybe a little more animated, you know, trying to try to put on a character. But no, nah, that, that was terrible. That was, that was God awful. But I'm not going to delete it because I want this all to be, you know, entirely one take. That's, that's how, uh, that's how I'm doing this. So, um, good evening, every, uh, everybody, you know, male and female. Uh, it's 10.56 right now. I'm a little late. I've mostly been sleeping today because it was my day off. So, uh, yeah, just woke up from a nap um, not too long ago. Decided to, to shower and just uh, do this thing. Why shower when I'm not going anywhere? I, I don't know. I was just like, oh, you know, I've been sleeping and in bed all day. You know, I figured just kind of wanted to do something, get, get cleansed of, um, you know, just like the that feeling that you have whenever you just stay home and you're just like, oh, I don't want to do anything. I feel like crap, yada, yada. Just like, no, 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 we're going to wash that all off. So, um, I asked on my social media, um, what kind of topics y'all would want me to cover. And the most common suggested idea w had to do, uh, in some way with this, this coronavirus thing at the moment. So due to, uh, Pop, due to popular demand, that is what this episode is going to be about. We're going to talk about maybe a couple things like uh, how I feel about the stores, maybe opening and uh, you know reopening again after uh, such a short time. Maybe the pros and cons of that. We're going to talk about, uh, I guess, more of my personal thoughts about this. Um, what is it going to be like after this whole thing blows over? Like I feel like it should have a few weeks ago. That's something that interests you. Well, just in, I can't speak. If that is something that interests you, there we go. I I, I can comprehend the, the, the English language and, and speak it to a degree of somewhat, you know, for people to kind of understand what I'm saying. Then um, I want to stay tuned because this is going to be y'all's topic. So uh, here we go. So for starters, let, let's kind of talk about how, um, isn't it like Texas supposed to basically reopen pretty soon? That, for me, I'm a little excited, you know? I mean, uh, after a lot of things being closed down, restaurants mostly, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of sucks just, you know, having to stay at home. I mean, obviously, the, the whole, you know, quarantine, okay, quote-unquote quarantine thing because we're still allowed to go out and purchase things and drive to, to work or whatever, you know, I mean, they, they're not really, I mean, they can't really like force us to stay inside, you know, it's just kind of more like a suggestion, like one of my coworkers kind of put it, you know, you're just kind of suggested to stay inside, you know, but no, no military tank is going to, you know, come rolling down, you know, to crush your, your car that your, that your mom bought you for like your, your 16th birthday party to make sure that you stay the fuck home, you know, like it's not going to happen, but, um, I'm looking forward to, you know, um, the, the state of Texas reopening, especially, I mean, where I live, San Antonio. I mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. There have been a lot of, a lot of things that have been closed and, uh, you know, I've definitely taken it for granted. I mean, with the restaurants closing, I mean, it kind of sucks. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, uh, you know, um, with my roommate living with, with my mom and I, you know, we, we don't exactly, um, we don't exactly run out of uh of, of things to to eat you know we're pretty smart about like our grocery shopping you know understand that we have to like um 
you provide for three people here. Um, so I wasn't really too devastated about that. Uh, and plus I was still able to go to the parks and everything. And, um, I mean, I've talked in one of my previous episodes, you know, where we like depression just hit me like a, a full on truck. And, you know, I really, uh, I really needed that time at the park or, I mean, uh, eventually I went further than the park. Uh, yeah. uh but, um, it was crazy just, you know, just, um, just doing that. And, um, I, I definitely needed to, uh, to exercise my thoughts like that, as well as I me mean, just obviously get out of the house and exercise anyway. It, it felt great to, uh, to be able to do that. So looking forward to everything being opening up. However, I can understand, you know, where a lot of people have some major concerns because, you know, uh, with this first wave of, of the virus that we're dealing with, you know, everybody's kind of, it's not hard to see that not everybody is following protocol. Not everybody is staying at home like they're supposed to. Not everybody is wearing the masks like they're supposed to. Although in San Antonio, you kind of have to. Otherwise, you kind of risk being fined um, $1,000. So say goodbye to your stimulus check, my guy. It's, uh, it's pretty bad. But um, so, you know, people are, are concerned that with, with everything opening again, I could, uh, you know, because... Like, okay, let's say for the restaurants, for example, obviously that's going to be a gathering of more than six to 10 people. Good luck trying to stay six feet apart from people in like a crowded Los, like in the crowded Las Palapas over by uh, on Churchill on uh, was it Parliament and Blanco. If you, if you know where that is in the Castle Hills area in San Antonio. Yeah, that's good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, I know HEB apparently has been. HEB and Sam's, I think they've been, they've been doing the whole six feet apart thing. You know, like they're only letting, like I, I heard from a customer like a few weeks ago that HEB um, is only letting like seven to 10 people in. I don't know how true that is. I'm not going to claim how true it is. Cause I mean, I work at Walmart. So I mean like our max capacity that corporate allows us to have in the store is 739. Even with this thing going on. 739 there is no way to stay six feet apart with almost a thousand people in your store like that's that's not gonna happen <laughs> and like um on average like daily uh we, we normally tend to get around let's say two to three hundred a day so i mean two to three hundred a day in the store trying to keep six feet between everybody the customers do it well when they're like at the registers. You know, I'll, I'll see um, like whether I'm on the register itself or I see other people on like other, uh, you know, coworkers on the register. Like they'll literally stand, like one customer will be at the uh, at the conveyor belt, you know, putting their stuff on, talking to the, the, the cashier or not, whatever. And <laughs> the next person in line will be like all the way at the end of the conveyor belt. So it's definitely a little bit more than six feet, but I, I think it's kind of funny. And then the customer after that will be like all the way over in the apparel section. So, I mean, like easily they put maybe like 10 feet of distance from each other. It's kind of crazy. And it's really hard for, um, for me to kind of like judge whether I have a line or not, because I mean, when I first started, obviously this wasn't a thing, you know? So customers would just kind of like follow, you know, in single file line behind each other. 
So the only way for uh, me to figure out if there was a line was, hey, if I can see that there's a customer all the way in apparel from the register that I'm at, uh, including the one that I'm currently helping right now. And let's say the second one is just literally right behind him, maybe at the end of the conveyor belt. So you have like the distance between the end of that conveyor belt for whatever register and the start of like the apparel section. Um, you could easily fit like another five, six customers. And I mean, if you see that, obviously, then, you know, another uh, associate will have to open up on a different register or we'll have to persuade them to um, go to self-checkout or the CSMs will, uh, uh, quote unquote, kindly uh, suggest that they go to self-checkout. Most of the time, they kind of just, uh, they, they, they kind of have to enforce it, I mean, we, we, which is fair. I mean, that's what the self-checkout's open for. It's always the... Um, you know, like that's kind of that's kind of what we're there for, but um, yes, I mean it's, it's kind of already difficult enough trying to keep a social distance from anybody at uh, the grocery stores that are still open. So I'm wondering how the hell people think this is going to work for reopening restaurants. Honestly, I'm kind of hoping that this kind of like dissipates the whole social distancing thing. But that's just me. I mean, nobody asked in my opinion. But then again, I mean, nobody's gonna gonna complain about it too much either because like like for y'all if y'all don't like my opinion y'all can like stop listening to me and just forget about me i i it does not matter to me uh but like that's just my opinion i i don't think i don't think the whole social distancing thing is is working at least from what i'm seeing at my store and at other stores so i mean the whole restaurant thing i'm looking forward to it you know maybe like i'm i'm seeing it as like a progressive way to no excuse me a, a way to like progress to how we're all supposed to like how kind of how we were before you know and we were able to to go out we were able to go outside and not worry about this we were able to go to our favorite restaurants maybe certain businesses too i mean a lot of businesses have been shut down because of this and people definitely you know, lost their jobs and things like that so and that's another thing i mean i really I don't like the fact that these companies fired these people. I mean, like, okay, like, I can kind of understand, you know, you're trying to, you know, kind of, kind of save yourself. That, like, that's the way I see it. You know, like you're trying to save yourself because these people, like these employees that you have, if they do get it, they're going to ask for sick leave or they're going to take this, they're going to take that. And they're going to kind of expect it to be kind of paid. So I just kind of see it as like the big companies that are like firing these people that still have families and, you know, a wife and kid, things like that to support or just supporting themselves. I mean, like firing them is kind of just like more of just keeping their own, their own benefits, you know, like just to make sure that they don't have to waste too much money paying for these people if they do get sick or, or you're for relief or support, things like that. Like that, that's the way I see it. I feel like they should have just suspended them at least until this whole shit blows over, you know, like, um, I, I made, um, Obviously, because I'm, I'm pretty social, it's, it's part of my job and apparently just part of my personality. Um, I've made friends with, with a lot of customers at Walmart and one in particular, his name is Castro. And, uh, you know, he's got a wife and, and three kids or two kids, something like that. And, you know, he was telling me that, you know, he got quote unquote laid off from his job when this thing first started. And that's when I, I mentioned that I was like, you know, that's kind of dumb. I don't think they should be firing these people. They should be just like suspending y'all. He just told me uh, when I saw him yesterday that, you know, he, he's going to 
like uh, they want him back. They want him to go back to work in, in in May. So you know he he is so excited for that. I mean he's been out of work for a month now. I mean I don't, I don't blame him. I would be too. Unfortunately I don't. I mean I don't have that kind of excitement because I mean I've been working still through this. But um, that's to cover in my next segment. So um, just to kind of finish this little thing off. Uh, I know this is still kind of bouncing around a lot this wasn't wasn't this one wasn't really as as focused as i I would have liked it to be but it's all gonna be one take um yeah pros you know i feel like it's it's a step in the right direction for us to get back to the way we were living before not living in in fear or, or trying to you know see who has a virus and giving people dirty looks about you know if they cough or sneeze and things like that uh con i like uh, I guess cons would just be, I know a lot of people are afraid that this is going to cause a, a second wave or whatever. So, I mean, that's, that's my little input on there. But next segment, we will talk about essential workers. kind of want to start this off by talking about, I guess, the term essential. I mean, it's it's definitely been a word that you know has been used to describe things that are most important i mean right but like it has become so prevalent now with this whole virus thing started about is so like essential workers and essential businesses like um my job for example as a cashier at walmart i'm considered an essential worker because i mean people are still going to their grocery store buying their essentials their food their you know, their, 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 their supplies that they need to for cleaning, things like that. We also had plenty of, you know, dipshits buy, like, a bunch of toilet paper, hand sanitizer, canned stuff, yada yada, things like that. But, like, you know, we, we stay open specifically for that, right? And, like, I don't know, it, it, it feels like we're definitely more relevant now than I feel like we have been before. And it's stupid because I mean, we've kind of always been essential workers, you know? I mean, like, even before I started working at Walmart, you know, my parents still had to go to the grocery store to buy the things that we need. You know, supplies, like cleaning, you know, like actual, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A smart amount uh, a realistic amount of toilet paper, you know, enough canned foods to, to last us, you know, it's a case like my mom didn't want to cook or something, right? Or like, um, you, know, and, and, you know, just things like that, right? But like, people have always had, you know, are always going to the grocery store because I mean, you don't just go to the grocery store once and you're set for life. Like that's not how that works at all. <laughs> you know, you have to keep going to restock because you use your inventory that, you know, you buy. So when you get low, you have to restock, yada, yada, yada. You, you, you do this pretty much the majority of your life. So grocery stores have always been essential to us. It's how, you know, we get the things that we need to not only like survive, but as well as, you know, kind of, kind of live a little bit better. You know, maybe, uh, if, if we want our, our kids just to just to shut up, uh, you know, which I, I kind of feel like is is not the, the best way to go about parenting. Like, oh, hey, you know, like my 
my my my baby screaming. Let me uh let me buy him this brand new Pokemon, like this brand new Pokemon cards. Maybe he'll shut up. And no, it's not how that works. But see, I, I'm noticing where I'm getting sidetracked. So I'm, I'm gonna go back to like main point. You know, just th that's just like an example. You know, I mean, for whatever, you know, those we definitely need to keep going to the grocery store. It's how we get our food. It's how we get our clothes. It's how we get other things that we we, 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 we feel like we need. You know, so it's definitely always been essential. Same thing for cashiers. I mean, you can't go to the store without having people who work it, right? And so many customers get so mad, especially now with, you know, there not being enough registers open. I find that so funny because, like, I mean, what do you expect? You know, uh, the you know, government's basically expecting us to be there, you know, during this thing where we're suggested or highly suggested to stay home. Obviously, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't really care about the risk. I still got to do what I have to do to support my family and everything. So, no matter to me. But like, you know, uh, I know a few uh, coworkers there that feel like you'll. They, they, they're at risk there, especially um, one of my older managers, uh, her name is Maria. She definitely feels like, you know, this is nothing like the Walmart store is nothing but just like a giant cesspool of this virus, you know, just because potentially anybody could carry it and it you know transfers pretty easily from one to the other, you know, that kind of thing. So, I mean, I can understand, you know, especially for her because she's older, you know, she's got a granddaughter and everything. She's, she's got family that she needs to take care of and she definitely doesn't want to, you know, expire, right? Like, I mean, obviously nobody wants to die, but like, you know, especially with, with her. So, uh, I mean, yeah, she's, she's concerned about that and she hates the fact that she's considered an essential worker. Um, so customers don't understand that, I mean, we're kind of being forced to, you know, do this because it's our job. Um, and they get so mad when, you know, there's not enough people. It's like, well, what do you, what do you expect? I mean, we don't want y'all to be here either. Not because we necessarily hate y'all most of the time, most of the time. <laughs> but, um, I mean, y'all are supposed to stay home too. Y'all are supposed to only be buying the things that you need, you know, not coming just to shop or to hang out, like things like that, you know, like maybe back then. Yeah obviously but like now there's this whole virus thing things have changed especially for the employees you know i mean we all like obviously because it's just like a a city thing is it by uh, was it a is it mandated by the government or like who is it uh the mayor i think right the mayor of san antonio we all have to wear masks uh you know and we can't be caught you know in a public place without one or we risk being fined up to a thousand dollars and okay that, that 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 brings me to another thing and don't worry it's not really like off topic because it's still talking about essential workers it's about one in particular actually um the friend that i mentioned yesterday or no not yesterday um was it last friday saturday thursday night whatever i got i got it out friday morning anyway you know the one that uh gave me the inspiration to talk about my dad and stuff um he actually got uh the cops called on him because his mask 
was literally like two inches below oh no like not even two inches maybe like an inch below where it's supposed to be like the top part is supposed to be covering obviously your nose right and then the bottom is supposed to cover your chin you know like if you know what kind of mask that i'm talking about we're not talking about like the n95 masks that you know one the government doesn't want us to wear that they want to keep those specifically for the healthcare people the one you know like the doctors the surgeons the nurses the ones that are like actually trying to combat this thing you know, they want us to just wear, like, the regular masks, right? But, like, um, so, like, a customer, like, out, okay, if, if you've ever worn those things, a lot of people, like, a lot of coworkers of mine, they've been complaining about it. it it's stuffy. It's hard to breathe. I don't really have too much of an issue. I just hate the fact that, like, I mean, because you're constantly breathing in and out your own air, you know, it it feels disgusting right like i mean you're literally like you breathe out and it's the shit that you breathed in to begin with so it's just like a constant cycle and like i don't really feel like that's too i guess healthy because i mean eventually like if you don't change obviously like you're supposed to change like uh, uh a co-worker was telling me you know for those kinds of masks you're definitely supposed to change those out like every few hours right but like we as workers, I mean, I as myself as a worker, I, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. They pretty much only give you like one per shift unless you, you break it or you, you, you throw it away or something, you know, until like your shift or until like the store closes, basically, or until your shift ends, you kind of have to wear one. And so, I mean, they only give me just one. So I was like, OK, I'll just use that one. But um, so, yeah, the, the, there's a way that you're supposed to wear it. Right. But out like outside, you know, it's pretty much like a 50 50 you can be outside of our store and not wear one but if you're trying to come in we 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 we, we enforce that you have to wear a mask because the, the 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 city's enforcing that we all wear masks in public places like that but i mean you know this dude i mean he he's been inside all, he's been inside all day wearing this mask it's hot for you know it's hot it's hard for him to breathe in that thing for whatever reason i don't really have an issue with that like i said it just feels disgusting but a lot of my coworkers, managers too, they, 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 they find it really hard to breathe in that. So, I mean, you know, he's outside, he, he got switched, like he's a door host, right? So he went from counting people inside, uh, as well as checking receipts to going outside to count how many people are moving or like coming in and going out of the store. That way we always get like, a um, an exact re like, uh, count on how many people are still in the store and he you know outside you know he figured okay like just drop it like an inch or two it's really not that bad the majority of his face is still being covered and another thing like okay with those kinds of masks any kind of crease like any kind of opening basically compromises you right like me i have a beard so that mask doesn't exactly fit all the way to my chin you know i've got my beard in the way you know and then like just in general like it opens up to you know in in the sides where like the loops are supposed to be so it's not exactly a foolproof thing you know it's not exactly in an airtight mask you know it's kind of just like well here this is apparently this is apparently better than nothing which i don't really agree with because i mean like i said if it's not airtight you're still at risk you know 
I, I can understand like maybe you not being as much like as big, you know, at a risk, like if you weren't wearing one, but you're still at one regardless. I mean, I don't see the point. But yeah, customer called the cops on him because his 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 mask was an inch lower than it was supposed to be. So I kid you not, the police came. They asked for my manager and they had a talk with him. Are you shitting me? One, it's an inch below the mat, like an inch uh, like of uh, below the nose or like right at the, the nose base, basically. So, I mean, like I said, mostly still covered, still wearing it. And that, th- th- that whole thing, okay, getting fined for that or just like calling the cops in general for the one customer that did it. It apparently was a female too. So I'm gonna call her Karen. You know, because that's like the stereotypical stupid white woman for a lot that a lot of people like to to use, right? Like I mean, we, we we've all heard about the Karen's at one of their stores, whether it be like a fast food place or a grocery store or a like a, an entertainment place like Incredible Pizza or Pizza like things like that, you know? They're especially the ones that like bought up all the toilet paper. So Karen thought it was a good idea to call call the cops on Jose. So wasted her own time. Like, okay, I'm just let's put that just right out there. Then the cops wasted their time. One answering this woman, two going over to Walmart. So like they've already wasted time. Now they've wasted fuel. Like they've wasted gas. So now they're wasting money. Right. And then they wasted even more time because it was packed. So they had to wait for my manager to be, the, you know, to, to talk with them. Then they had to talk with Jose. Like, so all of this was just wasted time. And I, I feel the, the, the worst. I feel sympathy most obviously for my friend, my coworker, Jose, but as well for the police. Cause I'm like, really? Like anytime somebody wants to call about this, y'all have to waste your own fucking time and your gas to, to, to answer this. Sure, I'm sure some people have may have already been, you know, fined a thousand dollars, and I guess in that case it worked, right? But like a lot of those those cases where it really didn't matter, like the like the manager even defended Jose. Obviously, you know, like well he's still wearing the mask. It's hard to breathe. That's why he went outside. We have him outside for a reason. It's hot in that mask. And the cops understood, right? Like, they're like, okay, yeah, you know, he still has it on, yada, yada, yada. We just, you know, and they felt bad because they just had to disturb, you know, they just had to, you know, walk onto the premises and just be like, okay, well, look, we're we're answering a call, yada, yada. You know, it's like Karen didn't win. She wasted her own fucking time. She wasted the cops' time. She wasted their gas. She wasted my manager's time. And she wasted my coworker's time. So all, like, if... Karen's behavior replicates for, to other people. It infuriates me to think how much time is going to be wasted on these stupid calls, you know? But, um, yeah, that was, that was my, 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 uh, view on the whole essential workers business with a little, little personal story. About uh about Jose. So uh, uh, next segment is going to be afterwards. You know, like what, what's going to happen after this whole thing blows over. Boop. 
quick like flashback y'all have seen spongebob right like y'all have seen the episode where um i think uh sandy reveals that you know she's from texas so uh spongebob and patrick like to make fun of her you know and like the infamous scene where uh, spongebob takes on like the shape of texas and he, he's like asking patrick can you guess what i am and Patrick's like, is it stupid? And he's like, no, I'm, and you know, SpongeBob responds with, no, it's Texas. And Patrick's like, whoa, what's the difference? Ha ha ha. I, I always thought that was funny. Cause I was like, damn, they're really shitting on my state as, you know, as a kid. <laughs> and like, that's been the most prevalent meme, I guess, that I have seen in terms of being relevant to the whole when Texas reopening. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, like, I know I talked about that in the first segment of this. But, um, no, I just kind of, I don't know, I just thought that was kind of funny. And it, it, it's kind of, um, I don't know, yeah, it's just, just a little thing on my mind. So, but, um, this segment is going to be about, um, how I feel everything's gonna be when this finally blows over, you know? I mean, th- th- it's definitely, um, been a, a concern of mine, or, like, I guess not a concern too much, because I'm not really worried about it, but it's definitely been something to, uh, to think about. You know, I mean, I went from working three to midnight, you know, from the store opening at six from you know, my, my store, Walmart opening at six in the morning and closing at midnight to uh, I mean, when this thing first started and got like at pretty big, you know, um, we, we, we started closing early. We closed at 11 and then we closed at nine. And for the past month, we have been closing at 830. And we don't let anybody else in. Obviously, we, you know, it's not like we don't let anybody else out. They're stuck there, you know, but like we don't let anybody else in the store after 825. We shut those doors off. Only people can exit. Naturally, we don't get everybody else like out of the store. We're talking maybe 845, nine o'clock at the latest. I think there was one customer who um, made us, uh, you know, stay up like like basically we didn't get her out to like or she didn't get out to like almost nine it was after nine i was like you freaking kidding me like come on bro like i, I just want to go to lunch you know like okay um but yeah i was kind of talking with my managers about i don't know i was kind of talking with uh my my coworker tori about that um and i was like i mean you know since when this you know since this thing has started um since i worked through to midnight Obviously, I get like I get my break sometimes, like my first break around like five or six, and then my lunch is. I like to take my lunch after we close, you know. That way, by the time I go, like I come back from lunch, I only have like two hours um, to do every, like to to do whatever else needs to be done. And mostly that's just like dropping all the tills after collecting them from all the registers in the store. Uh, cleaning that like wiping down and sanitizing the the self-checkout and maybe some returns right but for the most part it's the people that are are either there until nine or ten and that's mostly like their job in terms of like keeping up with like the front like i said i just do whatever need whatever else needs to be done like mostly the the csm duty since they leave at uh at 11 so i was was talking to her i was like man it's gonna feel really weird you know having to uh, get used to going back to um eating lunch at like 7 30 while the store is uh is still open for another four and a half hours, but uh, I'm really looking forward to it, you know? But it, it just kind of makes you wonder, like, how are we going to react, you know, 
after this whole pandemic thing? I mean, are we going to continue living our lives like we did before? Or are we going to kind of learn from this? Maybe be a bit more um, hygienic? Maybe, uh, I mean, I liked uh, a lot of the memes were just like, man, it took a virus, you know, to finally teach people how to wash their hands. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's kind of that's kind of sad, but true. Yeah, I mean, it took such drastic measures to get us to, to, to understand basic hygiene, right? But I don't know. I mean, um, I feel like maybe we should we should take this, you know, like kind of as like a learning lesson, you know? Um, we should definitely, obviously this thing is gonna blow over, right? It, like this, as all struggles come in life, they end as well. You know, I mean, nothing's permanent in this world. The only thing that's permanent other than God is, is change, right? Like that's the thing that will never stop happening. So, I mean, this thing as, as bad as it is right now, it, it'll fade, you know, it will, it will pass on. It's a matter of what we're going to do because of it you know are we gonna kind of learn from the mistakes a little bit maybe use it to kind of help us teach you know further generations about this because i mean let's be honest this is definitely gonna go in our history books you know i i don't know how how much longer the world has before um god decides to call all of us home but um if 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 it's you know lasts another hundred years or so this is definitely going to be uh one for the books, literally. <laughs> you know, I've seen people already compare this thing to like the Black Plague. And I'm like, mm, no, 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 no. The Black Plague was so much worse. It was, it was back then, it was 1300s, I think, right? Um, nobody, nobody took care of themselves. Like, barely anybody bathed. I mean, so it was really easy for the the infection to spread anyway. It was mostly spread, you know, carried by by rats, you know, and it wiped out what, like 40 to 60, like 40% of the population or like a third of Europe, you know? So like, don't think it's that bad yet. And don't think it will be that bad either, you know? But uh, it's it's mostly just affected how we as as, as a people choose to live now. But, um... Yeah, I feel like, you know, when this thing fades, well, we should, we, we should, you know, try and gather some stuff, right? You know, see that, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't have let the Karens buy all the fucking toilet paper for no reason, you know, for, or maybe we, we should be uh, a little bit more considerate to those of us that, you know, don't really have too much time left on the earth. You know, like the elderly, I mean, for God's sakes, they were, they, okay, them, the infants and the immune compromised are the ones at most risk for this. People like me in my 20s with a good immune system, I don't really have to worry about it. Just saying. This thing targets those with a bad or no immune system, right? So like, that's why I have the mindset that I do, you know? So I think it's really stupid that most people either my age or in their 30s, you know, like in their 30s, gave into this they given us so much fear that it was going to affect them, right? That they they got greedy and they, they took everything that these specific kinds of people needed, 
to help protect them against this thing. So hopefully we'll learn a thing or two about, you know, being generous, being compassionate. Maybe not being such a greedy piece of shit, right? One can only hope. I have no idea how the human race is going to evolve after this, right? I mean, like, I don't know. But, I mean, I don't think it would hurt, you know, for us to learn to be a little bit nicer. Just in general. Doesn't matter what the situation is. Right? Um, And, uh, you know, hopefully scientists will be able to... If something like this is to happen again, I feel like because we've been through it before, we'll have a better understanding of it, right? Like one of my coworkers was telling me the reason why this thing is, is so bad right now is because it doesn't have... Like we're not prepared for it at all and we have like basically no idea how to handle it right so it's a new thing for us and our bodies i mean they're doing what they can but ultimately it's it's extremely foreign to them right like the flu happens you know but you become so like it's been around for a while so you either get the shots or you don't or whatever right and like if you get it your body starts fighting it instantly and then when it passes and it comes around again your body's better prepared even if it's mutated and uh, and it causes a few more symptoms it gets the worst like the worst of the symptoms out immediately so your body can actually start fighting it right but it needs to you know it needs to reject it first so if this thing were to happen again i feel like we'd be our bodies would be better prepared we as as a society would hopefully hopefully be better prepared it's a lot of a lot of hope to have in us considering how we handled this one but yeah i know for me personally god i'm looking forward to taking that girl that i'm sweet on out you know i mean like i've invited her to the park and you know she would uh you know either things would happen or she, she wouldn't uh she wouldn't kind of come through, especially since, you know, her parents were so worried about, like, the whole virus thing, which is fair. You know, like, I understand that, right? Like, I'm not going to get mad at, at her or her parents for, you know, that. Like, you know, things happen. You know, things don't work out, right? But, God, I am so looking forward to things reopening. I would love to take her to, like, a restaurant or just, you know, to the park again when those are opening her. How I want, I really, really want to take a girl again to uh, the movies, you know? Just to kind of just like snuggle up beside her, you know, whether we watch a horror movie or a a rom-com or like just a regular, I mean, comedy movie. I mean, for me, horror and comedy are kind of the same thing, but I have a dark sense of humor. I don't really get scared of horror movies, to be honest. I just kind of laugh. Like, a lot. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) we'll see how that goes, right? Like, she'll be scared and I'll just be like holding her. I'll be like, it's okay, I got you. Just kind of like just trying to, trying to <laughs> like mute my own laughing, but um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to to doing that, and I'm just I'm envisioning us just not only getting back to the way things were, but hopefully it being better off, like us being better off now that we've been through this, you know. All right, closing statement. So upon further examination, because I am the big dumb, I do not, like last episode, I said that, you know, I'm really grateful to have over almost 100 people listening to it. I'm wrong and I'm stupid. (laughs) I had almost 100 people play it, 
or like I had a hundred plays basically. It could have been the same two people just listening to it like 50 times each, right? But like, but okay, like now I'm, I'm uh, I looked at it and I've got over a hundred plays. I think it's like 115 right now. So I just want to say thank you again for, for y'all that choose to to listen to what I have to say. And I wanted to make this episode to, to show that as you know, as much as I appreciate y'all listening and hearing what I have to say, y'all are, are being heard as well. You know what I mean? Like when y'all gave me those topics, I was looking for, you know, I, like there, there were obviously other topics that people, um, you know, asked about, right? But I wanted to either say, I, I kind of wanted to save those, you know? Maybe I could uh, be either be a bit more, more prepared maybe take like write some notes maybe make this a little bit more like a formal thing instead of it just being like one take just me kind of stammering through my own thoughts about whatever but um yeah so like big shout out to the the people that that gave me um this uh topic you know uh, my friend noel was was the one that kind of suggested about um you know how things are going to be afterwards my friends, uh, Dory and Christian, they were the ones that, uh, well, Dory was the one that wanted me to talk about being an essential worker and how it's affected a lot of employees. Um, my friend Christian wanted me to talk about, or excuse me, Chris, that's what we call him. Uh, he wanted me to talk about the crisis. And I think there were a few other people. I think it was, uh, my friend Jacob and I can't remember the last one cause it was over social media. And I don't want to like open up a social media thing and then like it have to, to stop the recording. But yeah, appreciate, uh, you know, the, the suggestion, it, y'all like the, the virus was pretty much just like the most common thing to, I guess that like, yeah, the most common thing that I, I heard wanted to be, uh, covered. So I was like, all right, yeah, well, I'll try and incorporate all, all these in, in one. So, but, um, but yeah, I definitely want to try and have like some kind of mutual relationship with y'all. Like, like I said, I do appreciate y'all listening and hearing, and I want y'all to understand that, you know, your, your suggestions, your inputs, your opinions on this, on about how I'm doing this or how I'm talking, how, um, how I'm presenting things. I mean, it's all being heard. It's not just be, like, been just cast off like, okay, well, yeah, that's cool, but it's not me. So like, you know, a big F you, right? Like, no, it's not, it's not, no, it's not, that's not how this works at all. And, um, I'm kind of thinking like, maybe I could try, like a sponsorship thing. See, the problem is though, cause like then I would have to pay, right? Like I would have to pay anchor, I guess, or whoever I want the sponsor to be. And then basically, isn't it like, you know, like with every, like basically just advertising, right? I don't know if I want to go that route right now, just cause I'm, tr- I'm just kind of doing this as a hobby. You know, I'm just kind of putting my own voice out there. Whether it's, it gets heard or not is entirely up to y'all. But I mean, it's not gonna stop me from, uh, writing my own, you know, putting my own perspective on things and releasing them to the masses or the public. So, uh, just wanted to say thank you again. I hope y'all enjoyed. This has been the sixth episode of Sincere Sessions with Steven. And, uh, I will do my best to try and get this out. Uh, it's already midnight now, so I know I missed that. So it'll definitely be, give me like another mm, 10, 20 minutes and it'll be open. It'll like, it'll be up on Spotify. I'll definitely make sure to notify everyone on my social media as, as annoying as that probably is right now. I'm sorry guys. Like I really just want people to listen to it, but at the same time, I don't want it to be like the only thing that I talk about on like the social media, you know, cause I don't want it to be like just advertising 
my uh, my podcast. I feel like that that's kind of that kind of shitty. You know, it's like when main pages like meme pages they, they sell out. You know, they they, they, they for money and stuff. I don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to really do that. But um, thank you all again for listening. Um, appreciate the time. Uh, I will see you all again on Friday. God bless y'all.